And here in Detroit, where so many of the tools of victory were turned out, it's in the air. All Detroit wants another kind of victory. They're out to see the Detroit Tigers, their favorite ball team. Let's go inside. You're listening to Tigers SRD with your hosts and former Little League All-Stars, Chris Brown and Roger Castillo. The Detroit Tigers, your choice for AL Central champions. The Tigers have a can-do attitude, and they think with a little luck and several miracles they can win 25 games this year. The Tigers work hard to be this mediocre, and they support the baseball community. Last year they gave up more runs than anyone else, and they give jobs to dozens of struggling players. Would a bad team do that? Of course not. Tigers have antiseptic saliva, and their pee smells like buttered popcorn. And they've never harmed anyone who didn't deserve it, probably. Can your mascot say that? We don't think so. The Detroit Tigers, 2020 AL Central Champs. I just have to remind everybody how bad the offense was last year. Now, the pitching was... was acceptable last year and it's been really bad so far this year so you could you could say that's kind of offset the offense has been not great this year but not nearly as bad last year it was the worst offense in tigers history he was the ninth worst collection of position players since 1900 by war that's you know however many teams seasons in 120 years ninth worst it was historically bad this year they're just really bad so, I, mean, I I don't think that they're worse than last year, but I, don't, I guess it remains to be seen. It really, I think the staff looks worse than it did last year. I mean, the bullpen, the 60 games, so it's such a cluster bleep, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's hard to, I, I, we all expect, we all, I expected 25 wins, and I thought that maybe they were shooting the moon too much right now. And Mark was the one that said they would lose like 13 in a row, and it looks like at first we all like, oh, Mark, what are you talking about? Oh, they're off to a 9-6 start. Well, it might be, Mark might be actually right on this, and Tiger fans may not want to hear that, but oh well. We knew that they were largely going to be the same team this year, except maybe some more home runs, and that's what we've seen. But yeah, I mean, that's that's why so we're all so excited about Isak Paredes, because he looks like he's taking actual professional at bats which just you don't see for most of the team so that's my number all right candelario and candelario who i i got a lot of crap for saying oh well, you, you know he's a i think he's gonna have 11 home runs he's gonna hit 275 well right now his batting average is at 257 and he's got two home runs so my bad now this might be kind of interesting is Vlad guerrero jr um and yes, very, very early in his career. I don't want to, uh, you know, shove dirt on the grave or anything like that. But so far, he's looking uh, a little busty. And uh, I don't mean, I'm not talking about his bosoms. We are pleased to bring in uh, the Tigers' 2018 third round uh, pick and uh, one of their top prospects, second baseman Cody Clemens. Cody, how you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How you guys doing? I've heard my brother, he's like really into fishing. And he's told me up in Erie or up, you know, there, uh, those lakes are super, super good lakes for smallmouth bass or whatnot, and, you know, whatever's up there, like musky and stuff like that, and pike yeah, yeah. or whatever. I don't, I've never even caught a pike. You know, <laughs> I just catch largemouth and smallmouth bass. Yeah, I think some dude just caught a 900-pound sturgeon in one of the lakes. Oh, my like God. I've read before that you're pretty tight with Brock Deathridge. Uh, do you ever like hop online and just own him in Fortnite real quick or anything like that? <laughs> yeah, so Brock, what's nice, when we got drafted, Brock and I meshed pretty well. Um, 
we both kind of have the same personality and background and stuff. We uh, worked really well, and, you know, we were roommates and everything and went to the same team and whatever. But um, no, he's obsessed with, uh, you know, he lives in North Carolina, and he's a farmer, and he's got a nice farm out in North Carolina. He, that's, he lives, eats, dreams, and sleeps farming. You know, he gets up <laughs> at 6 in the morning, and it's hilarious because we were, uh, you know, I would play Fortnite or whatever and play Call of Duty, and he would play some of that, but then, like, whenever he, I guess, was alone and no one else was online, he has a farming simulator on his PS4, <laughs> and it's hilarious. <laughs> and he's freaking, you know, he's selling whatever he's growing on that video game and beans and all that crap. It's so funny. So my solution is fractional runs. <laughs> um, so, yeah, again, that shit, I told you. And I, this will never happen, but it's just an idea. So it, using this system, homers, home runs are still one run. Run scoring is still the same, except things that you do now actually account for runs. So a single is worth 0.2 runs, no matter what. It's on the board. A double is 0.4. A triple is 0.6 runs. Uh, and so you, you add that to any other regular runs you, you would get. So like if you've got a basis clearing triple, you get the three runs that scored plus the 0.6. So now it's a 3.6 run triple. <laughs> um, yeah, but then at the same time, you get 0.1 run for a walk. So it's less than a hit. A walk isn't as good as a hit anymore. Uh, and the same goes, you point one run for, for a hit by pitch or a catcher's interference. And if you reach on an error, it's point two times whatever amount of bases you get. So if it's a three base error, it's point six. It's like a triple. And I say, you, you know what? If you strike out 20 times in a game, you deserve negative runs. Yeah. I mean, they have negative war, so why not? Yeah. So there you go. That is the, the Chris Brown complete batshit. Never going to happen. Way to alter baseball without moving the mound and banning shifts and stuff like that. You know what? So. I, you know, out of the BS scoring system, Chris, I, a possibility that a wrinkle that you may add that I think would be good and I think it could take away a run or mm -hmm. add a run is outfield assists. Think about it this way. If you gun down somebody, that should be a run. Yeah, it's going to be a negative show, I think, folks. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I, I, if you want us to like, – look, the one thing about – if you can see this, one thing about this podcast is we keep it real. We're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna BS you, but also we're not gonna go. This guy sucks. We're just gonna point out a number, and you be, you be, you be the judge of that. It's not nothing against the players or anything, too, but just the way things are, the way they they are. What do you want us to do? Honestly, like if if we're being optimistic, great. There's reasons to be optimistic, but after this week, sorry, there is not. Boy, I would just, <laughs> I don't want to touch. I would not want to touch the Mets organization in any capacity. <laughs> Can you imagine? It, it, the NL East would the, the continue its dysfunctionality a little bit. So, either way, I thought I thought Al Kaline was fine. Those are the voices I grew up with, and then yeah, that would be interesting because we grew up with those guys, so they seem like our our portal into announcing into baseball. Right. But maybe adults at the time were like, ah, oh, these guys suck. They don't tell you what's going on. You don't know what's happening on the field. They don't paint the picture. But you know, for a lot of people, and I'm sure a lot of people, I have a lot of friends who are big Tigers fans, not not baseball fans the way that we are, but they were really bummed about Mario and Rod. And uh, I was like, really? Yeah. But, <laughs> Today, we honor the great Al Kaline, who passed away yesterday at the age of 85. We'll meet one of the great sluggers of the American League, Al Kaline. Was there ever a time where you thought you were going to get down to the minor leagues? 
Uh, no, because I led the league in hitting. And I figured I got a ch- shot here for a couple more years. One accomplishment for which I am particularly proud, it is that I've always served baseball to the best of my ability. Never have I deliberately done anything to discredit the game, the Tigers, or my family. By far, being inducted into the Hall of Fame is the proudest moment of my life. You can be sure that I will make every effort to live up to the obligations associated with this honor. Thank you.